Hello and welcome to Smart TV with me, Kellyanne Taylor, and the lovely Caroline Frost. Hello. We've got some dramas for you, some documentaries, and some real treats from the streaming world. So, Caroline, hit me with the two big dramas. Okay, they're both crime dramas. I do apologise for people who are waiting for the documentaries, but they are on their way. First, yes, let's start with Unforgotten. People really like Unforgotten. It kind of crept into popularity uh, a few seasons ago. We had the great double act of Nicola Walker and Sanjeev Bhaskar. Now, the hard act is coming. It's season five, series five, I should say. We are in London. <laughs> and Sanjeev Bhaskar is still in situ. But Nicola Walker has gone and Sinead Keenan has the very challenging role of walking into Nicola Walker's very popular footsteps. So she's turning up as the new DCI and uh, it's a case of will audiences still want to see them in action? I think they will. I think it's really compelling. Chris Lang's the writer. He really knows what he's doing and what they have in place is all the familiar tropes, which is the case has these disparate elements of people from the past and you don't know how they're connected, but you know they are. And that's what they set out to investigate. So all the other familiar aspects that people really enjoy about Unforgotten are there. It's just a case of will they warm to Sinead? I think they will. And when is that on? Where could we find that? The new series of Unforgotten starts on Monday, 9pm, ITV1. And the second dramatic offering we have of the week. Oh, this is the main <laughs> dish. This is Endeavour. I know you're excited to talk about this. I really am. So I am a long-time fan of Endeavour, as people who've read my content will already know. I had the great treat of interviewing Sean Evans and Roger Allen for this week's Radio Times because they are back for the ninth and final Boohoo series of Endeavour. We knew this would come to pass. It's always been the origin story of Inspector Morse. So we knew that this couldn't go on infinitum over the horizon, but somehow it's still a sad day. But my goodness, it's three two-hour feature-length episodes the next three Sundays. And I can tell you, you have nothing to fear, Endeavour fans. They are going out in style and elegance, as you would expect. Caroline, why do you love it so much? What is it about it? Oh, goodness me. It's the characterization. I mean, Endeavour himself at the centre of proceedings is extraordinary. Yes, he's a kind of Batman crusader. He walks the dark streets so that we may sleep. He forsakes relationships. He forsakes a social life in the pursuit of truth and justice. But Sean Evans actually did say to me that that might be masking something else because it, why would you give so much of yourself to work? I know this isn't the week to ask you, Kellyanne, <laughs> but that's the big question. And it's also, it's elegiac. It points to a, a, an England that perhaps it's slightly fantastical that is long gone when people made sandwiches for each other and said, come home safe. Simpler times, my dear, simpler times. I know, I know when we first met, this was the, um, this was the programme that you said was up there as one of your favourites. So I am so pleased that you got to interview them for this Thank week's you. Radio Times. Uh, speaking of favourites, uh, we have the documentary, which is on Channel 4 on Thursday at 9pm, and it's called Stephen Fry, Willem and Frieda Define the Nazis. And it is a truly remarkable story. It is about Willem, a gay artist in the Netherlands, and Frida, a gay cellist, during the 1940s when Germany occupied the Netherlands. And they both become part of the resistance movement and plan to blow up a population 
registry without using violence. Uh, there's this really beautiful quote that says, we are not like them, as in their movement does not want to be associated with the violence of the Nazis. And the reason that they do it is to prevent the Nazis being able to find the identity of people who are Jewish and so send them off to concentration camps. So um, Stephen Fry goes on this journey to discover more about these people and their story. Um, and I think it's a really important insertion of the LGBT narrative as part of the resistance movement. And it, it was just a remarkable, remarkable watch that I would heartily recommend. I mean, it's it's history merged with truly inspirational stories that have perhaps been overlooked. Goodness me. You know what that sounds like? That is crying out for a big screen adaptation, a big drama, isn't it? Exactly but my thoughts. Brad Pitt in, in lead role. Yeah, that's exactly it. And what about you? What's your documentary? So equally compelling... I would say, is Murder in the Pacific, Thursday, 9pm, BBC Two. This tells the story. Now, obviously, I wasn't but a bairn, but I do remember the headlines when the Rainbow Warrior, well, we were told it sort of sank. No, no, no. This is a three-part documentary series explaining how it waded into uh, political waters down in New Zealand, well, just off the coast of New Zealand, because it was opposing the nuclear tests that were happening at the time. And that was its mantra, a bit like your, your people. It was a peaceful mission, but that wasn't how it was treated by the French secret services. And uh, the documentary explores how even President Mitterrand approved the mission, which was to blow them out of the water. So it, it goes back in time. And I mean, we still have activists today, but fortunately we have social media to keep people a little bit more accountable on both sides. What's interesting is Bunny McDermott, I love people called Bunny, she talks in the Radio Times, she was one of the people on the crew, and she says that actually in retrospect she realises that the Secret Service agents had a lot in common with the people on the boat. They they all had missions. They had causes that they were prepared to sacrifice themselves for. And it's always interesting when you cross the lines and you realise people have more in common than they have as differences. Anyway, compelling tale. Again, going back into history and a very topical reminder of what people are prepared to do. The next offering that we have is a look back on 70s LA. Um, it's a drama called Daisy Jones and the Six. It's on Amazon Prime and it's out on the 3rd of March. It's an adaptation of Taylor Jenkins Reid's best-selling novel. She's massive at the moment in terms of this kind of, you know, best-selling fiction, uh, very kind of edible plot lines. And it's about a band that forms. It's very much a love letter to rock music in the 70s. It's loosely based on Jenkins Reid's own kind of growing up with Fleetwood Mac. And it follows Sam Claflin as Billy Dunn and Daisy Jones, uh, played by the niece of Elvis Presley, Riley Cough. And it is a really, really lovely, tender kind of look at music in that era, but also, you know, what came along with it, the fame, um, sex, drugs, it's all in there. So if you're wanting to take a trip down memory lane, I would heartily recommend that. <laughs> that is not my memory lane. That is someone else much cooler as <laughs> memory lane, I think. Um, and the other thing that I would heartily recommend you go and see is in the cinemas at the moment, and the reason why I'm giving this a 
big push is because we did have Dame Emma Thompson on the podcast um, on Tuesday, so you can go back and listen to that episode. Um, it's in promotion of her film, What's Love Got to Do With It?, which follows a documentary maker played by Lily James as she films her best friend uh, embark on an assisted marriage, which is slightly different to an arranged marriage, but similar concept, but with more kind of involvement from the two main love interests. So uh, Emma Thompson plays Kath, who is the documentary maker's mother, who is constantly saying the wrong thing. It's a very light film from the people behind Bridget Jones um, and Love Actually. So you already know what kind of film you're getting when, when I say that. So enjoy. That's in cinemas from today. One more from me from the archive. Now, the hook for this is the fact that Jamie Demetrio is... On Netflix, he's obviously taken the big bucks and he has his own special, which is, what do they say? Landing on that streaming platform this week. Um, this is my excuse to tell you about Stathlet's Flats. There are three series, all available on the all four platform. This one, a BAFTA, a surprise BAFTA win for comedy, but not surprising when you watch it. What shall I say on the tin? Mr. Bean with sound, because Jamie Demetrio plays a very ungainly staff who is an aspiring but not entirely able estate agent. And he's up against the formidable Carol, who is the bestseller in the family firm, which is called Michael and Eagle. I love it. It's so unglamorous. But of course, by series three, a uh, tiny spoiler, staff is to become a dad. Guess who's the mum? So it's three delightful little series. Um, you know, when you're looking for that, that lighthearted watch late at night, when you've only got about 24 minutes left in you, I recommend the whole three series of Stathlet's Flats. And you'll see why Jamie Demetrio has been plucked by Netflix for the big time. Well, if you're looking for comedy, documentaries or the next big drama, we hope we have you covered. As always, we'll include all of the programmes we talked about in the show notes. So until next Friday, happy viewing. Happy viewing. 